0: Hello everyone and Samuel, mechanical engineer, and this is, if it is stupid, but it works, a podcast about engineering, little details in engineering, and why those little details matter. Because, you know, you always have thought, yeah, what's, what is this little corner doing in the shelf, or what is this little spring doing in my bolt? maybe has a reason. I mean, nobody does that just for the lols, right? Or at least that's uh, the explanation I would like to I would like to tell. Then so today we we have a new episode. We have uh, something new. Not uh, an expert on the, how it is used. Not going to lie, but uh, I can say that the the things that I have, I have found the, the information that has in between that I can say something that is mechanical engineering and that uh, that is my my job. So I will be able to say something so let's go so what's today's episode about it's about chainsaws well kind of it is not really about just chainsaws in general it's about safety safety is a huge uh, really really important uh, point of uh, interest within mechanical engineering because you want people to be safe when they use your tools, they use your designs, they use your creations. It is really important I mean, not only for you, if you fail to provide uh, safety, people will uh, sue you, you could go to jail, you will have to pay like huge fines. Not only that, but the important part is someone has uh, some kind of occurrence with your tools and you have to prevent that. You have to prevent uh, that a father uh, is not arriving home that night, That uh, that a person is not going to see, uh, is not going to be able to to walk again. So, you have to be sure that you are doing the right thing. How do you ensure that you are doing the right thing? I think the easiest way to assess what you are doing is well, you have the hierarchy of controls on your design. What does it mean, the hierarchy of controls? It's a pyramid. It's uh, really basic, it's like, okay, I have identified that I have a problem or I have uh, something that could harm a person or a tool or a process. Well, this, this can also be applied for other things like this is not people, not only people. So you have a you have assessed that you have a problem. What is the higher control? Well, you have the base of this uh, pyramid that is going to be elimination. elimination elimination will be for example you have uh, this uh, high pressure within your system and you just say okay you know what in the end I'm not going to be I'm not going to need a high pressure it's not going to work for me so just remove the the issue completely next step in the pyramid will be the substitution the substitution will tell me okay I have uh, this gas that I'm using a high pressure maybe I can use let's say water that is not so high pressure, or uh, just uh, use uh, something that uh, will work similarly. That, uh, that, for example, if uh, you, you are scared that uh, your gas uh, will leak and intoxicate everyone, maybe just uh, substitute it for a gas that doesn't have those properties. For example, that, let's say that you are using uh, uh, chloride and then you substitute it for, uh, for oxygen okay yeah oxygen uh, can displace other gases but that's the worst they will get with the chlorine uh, maybe maybe you have a uh, bigger bigger issues then you have uh, engineering controls so in the same uh, sense you just start to monitor what is happening and the moment that something fails you just uh, block everything that uh, is what is happening with uh, for example interlocks interlocks is a magnet and a capacitor that uh, they are uh, a metal, that uh, they are uh, one in front of each other. and when one is not uh, in front of each other, they will send a trigger to the system, yeah, we are not connected. So what you do when you design this kind of thing is that the rest of the system will stop working. And that way, for example, uh, if the door where you are you have uh, all your uh, heavy ma- uh, heavy heavy tools, is open and it doesn't need to be open during operation, everything will stop. Then you have uh, administrative uh, controls, those are, for example, when you start working, you are sure that uh, all your employees knows know about these risks, uh, they are They have the capacity to work uh, with these risks, and uh, they don't have access to areas, that they have uh, these kind of risks. It's not as good as the previous one, for example, because someone could lie or someone could sneak in. It's not as strict as the others, but still it works. And the last one, the top of the pyramid is the PPE, the protective, uh, personal protective equipment for the workers. And this is, for example, a helmet, a knee pad, uh, or things uh, in this case that, okay, everything has failed, but at least there is some kind of barrier. Between the the worker and the danger, and well, yeah, that's uh, the last, uh, last solution that you have. It works. Uh, it uh, it can help you, but of course, uh, best uh, danger is a danger that is not there. That's uh, at least the, the this is way to do it. Okay, and now we will move to the chainsaws. Chainsaws are dangerous. Dangerous. Fact. I am uh, not qualified to say uh, how to use a. Chainsaw. I'm not going to tell you how to do a, how to use a chainsaw. I am just going to analyze the different systems, safety systems that a chainsaw has. So if uh, you want I don't know, you want to learn how to use a chainsaw or how to uh, make it uh, safer or what are the good tips and tricks, I'm not going to do that because I don't know. I'm just going to analyze the safety features that are in the design of the chainsaw. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> just to be clear. So first of all, we need to identify what, what is your problem. Most of the chainsaw is safe per se, unless it I don't know is too heavy and falls into your feet. You could it's okay, but has a has a really dangerous part <laughs> that is the chain of the chainsaw, and that's where the cutting edge are the all the small edges that are going to rotate and cut the usually the wood. And that part is going to be not, not safe, not safe per se, let's say. And uh, you have to give some protection against that. I say, okay, well, uh, you are just behind the chain. Uh, You have some kind of a, you know, guard that that is protecting you. You have a good design that you can use both hands. And in general, that's uh, more or less how they have been designed. However, there is a problem with the chainsaw. That is the kickback. The kickback is when you are, uh, Cutting something, and part that you're cut, that you're cutting, let's say a branch, a big branch, it moves to the upper part of the nose, and that's a, like a 90 degrees area. And when that uh, that material goes into the upper part of the nose, your your chain is going to pull into into you. It's going to make, make like a small arc from horizontal to vertical and probably further. That uh, yeah, it's not. <laughs> It's not safe for you to be in there, and the problem is that it's an uncontrolled movement. That uh, probably is the, the the biggest risk. That uh, okay, you are just uh, ch- uh, <laughs> sewing, uh, cutting some branches, and suddenly that happened That uh, the chainsaw is okay. You it's in your hands, but probably it's going to be stronger than you, so it's going to move around, and that could uh, go kick back and go. Uh, the chain could, could, could cut you. And it's Especially, it seems like uh, it is really really painful and something that you would like to avoid at any cost You have to you have to protect uh, the worker f- for this kind of instances One way is that uh, for example when you have the chain the chain has to be well in good condition Because uh, that that in, ger- in general is going to help you to have better control and maybe it's going to move uh, swiftly and you don't have this um, The sewing control uh, movement. So what you do is uh, you have uh, some uh, gauge uh, setting that uh, well is a small steel protuberance that is on the front part of the of the cutting tool. This will allow you to know how big are going to be the chips of the wood that you are cutting. So the smaller chips is more controllable than just taking apart big chunks of uh, chips. With that, uh, probably the, the most likely the keeper is going to be reduced as smaller, smaller pieces are, uh, you require less force to be, uh, to be removed. If you are removing big chunks, it's going to take uh, more. This is, for example, something that also could happen in the, in the milling machines. If you try to cut something and you are just taking big chunks of the, of the material, the, the, the cutting edge of your tool is going too deep. Uh, yeah, you're, you're going to be to have problems it's going to bounce back it's going to rattle it's going to do a lot of things that you don't want to with a milling machine you are just breaking a machine that is really expensive but probably nobody is <laughs> will die there if everyone's if nobody's around because you don't need anyone around most of the time but if you have a chain so that the operator is going to be in front of it then you have a problem so it's more the cheap even better then for example uh, you have a uh, Okay, you are, you are doing that, and then you have an uncontrolled movement. That is the kickback, and uh, you have you, you need a, a way to stop it. One way to do it is that you have the chain break. The chain break is uh, just in front of uh, in front of your your, your front hand when cutting uh, with the with the chainsaw, and what it does is like uh, well, you when well, you have an uncontrolled movement or when you push it with your own hand. It is going to break the chain, so that means that at the beginning of the movement of the uh, of the kickback, you are going to lift the, the chainsaw. It's going to you, but also the break, if uh, probably, and is that that's the idea that they will break uh, the chain. And when it arrives to you, it doesn't doesn't have power into it. Uh, it is uh, well, it is going to be a stop if uh, if the chain break is uh, strong enough. And to make it strong enough, what it has is as. Uh, it's a really big, uh, world well, pick a really powerful spring that is going to try to stop the chain, all of the sudden. How fast is your your reaction? The timing on on the movement, but at least you are not going to have a fully powered chain that is uh, going into into your flesh. So it's quite a quite a nice uh, handling tune. Then, uh, well, you have a chain catcher, in case, for example. That the chain uh, just uh, gets out of the, the the chain, the the rotation system of the chainsaw. Uh, in case that, that uh, is taken away, what you have is a small L bracket that you put uh, on top of the chain uh, next to the what is the guard. And with that, uh, what you are going to do is okay. At least the chain is not going to fly away. That is going to be catch or partially stop by it. This is uh, made out of uh, aluminum. Aluminum is let's say weak uh, metal can be deformed with uh, quite uh, easily can be cut uh, by other metals quite easily what that allows is that okay uh, my chain just uh, got uh, got departed from where it was and uh, well that, that uh, chain catcher is going to block the, that movement without breaking the chain per se because maybe the chain was not broken maybe it was just poorly adjusted so that is going to stop it and will Will allow you to have a safer environment. Another thing that, uh, another small uh, detail that you have is something that you have in more tools. Actually, uh, this is quite standard. That is the safety throttle. What it means is that you have, uh, in order to turn it off uh, the chainsaw, you have the two uh, two switches. One will allow you the other one to be activated, and then you can release the first one. Why do you do that? Because Pressing one uh, one uh, switch uh, can be really easy. It can be something that you do by mistake or while moving parts. But if you have two switches and both of them in different uh, parts of the of the tool, I mean they don't have to be far away, but at least uh, facing different uh, different uh, directions. That will allow you to have a safety uh, safety issue uh, safety uh, a safer chainsaw because. That way uh, you are not pressing them by mistake. If you press one of them by mistake, nothing will happen. And during transfer, for example, or you are just carrying it with your hand, uh, it's not going to activate uh, so easily. That is also something that you have in, in source or, for example, in, uh, in drills. It's quite extended and works quite nicely. Then you also have an on off switch. That is, this is more straightforward. This is like, if the switch is not going to be on, if the switch is going to be off, this is not going to, the machine is not going to start. So you have on top of that, on top of the safety switch, an on off switch. That way, you are even more sure <laughs> that it's not going to start uh, by accident. You know, a lot of things uh, should happen. First, the on off switch should be on, then you press by mistake the uh, safety switch, and then you play the, you, the safety throttle, and then you place the, the throttle. Uh, that's a lot of things. But, but, how uh, to say, when you have accidents, this is like uh, one of those uh, gruyere cheeses that have a lot of holes. Usually, when you take uh, several slices of those uh, cheeses, you put them one uh, next to another and you are not going to see through. However, uh, let's say that if each of those holes are a safety issue, there, there, is, there, there is a possibility, there is a, actually a big chance, that if you start to rotate the different slices, at some point, you will find that there is a hole and you can see through. And that is uh, what happens when accidents happen in in factories or in the fields or uh, during operation of tools. That uh, you have uh, safety holes that usually should be stopped by other holes, but by other uh, safety safety design uh, perks. But at some point, uh, all of them fail. Could happen, yeah, but uh, just to be aware, the more you put the less likely it is, but also the more inconvenient it is for the operator so it's a balance okay, so we continue the next one is the centrifugal clutch what this does is uh, if uh, you you are not working with a full throttle however the chainsaw is still on and the, the engine, uh, the motor inside is still rotating that means that okay uh, if, if you are not g- giving enough power to the chainsaw the chain is not going to rotate, and once uh, you give enough power, it's going to start to rotate. How does it do? It's really easy. You have a, a clutch that is uh, that has a springs, and uh, or one spring all around also works. And when uh, it is idle or there is not enough power, that uh, that the spring is pushing the, an inner inner core that is just there. It's just rotating. It's not doing. It's not engaged with anything. But when the throttle is uh, higher that inner core uh, will expand and will connect with an outer core and those two will rotate together and why is not happening when the throttle is not that big because you have that spring all around and that the spring is pushing inwards when it is you have more uh, speed uh, angular velocity this will create more centrifugal force that is going to push the inner core to expand and then connect to, to the next one so basically what it means is that if you are not using it the chain is not going to rotate and the engine motor could be still working next one this one doesn't have to deal with the with the chain but also is a really important feature from, from what I have seen that is the anti-vibration system basically when you are uh, holding a, a tool that vibrates for long periods of time the tool will eventually uh, yeah. Because that your the tip of your fingers and then probably will extend to your rest of your hand uh, will start to to become numb at the beginning and then white and then you start to lose uh, lose muscle on it and that happens because all that vib- vibration has to go somewhere that vibration goes to, you, to go to your to your body clearly and uh, yeah then your blood vessels start to to uh, to pierce to, to burst let's say more or less. Uh, the, 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 the blood is not running into your the tip of your fingers. And then uh, well, then you start to uh, notice that you touch uh, surfaces and you don't feel it. and well that is not going really well. So what happens is that yeah you have to stop that vibration uh, somehow. That vibration uh, usually what you do is when you where you have your handle, you put some can, kind of uh, vibration dampers. That sounds really good but in the end it's just a spring or series of springs that is going to allow that all that uh, vibration is going to be absorbed and converted into movement in the spring and you have a lower or totally reduced uh, vibration in your hands. So this is a really nice feature, however it's of course not not only for the chainsaw, other tools also have it. this I would like to finish the latest episode of if it is a stupid but it works more into safety I think it's a beautiful topic sometimes you have really clever ideas for really stupid situations and you have to think a lot of, a, a lot about of these kind of uh, small details these kind of things that you could say okay if I can save a life here uh, well let's uh, let's spend a little bit more time as you can see uh, some of the items here is like it would take me, what, two hours of uh, design just to save <laughs> probably a few lives. So why not to do it? Why not implement it? It's going to cost you, what, uh, maybe three, four more euros <laughs> when doing the production. But uh, yeah, these kind of things, sometimes uh, they are they are overlooked, especially in when you rush the project or when you, you uh, work with a really constrained budget. People used to forget them, but let me tell you, reiterate this. This is a really, really important part. Anyhow, let's uh, finish the episode. I have uh, an Instagram. I am on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcast, on Stitcher Radio. Please go there, uh, listen to my episode, share my post, share it with your family. Tell me what is wrong. Give me a comment. I'll love to read your comments. And as always, see you next time. Bye bye.